You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. So, can I ask a stupid question? I, kn- I know it's a stupid question, but I just feel like I have to ask it anyway. Yeah, sure. The U.S. Open starts Thursday. No. Okay. No, the Safeway Open starts Thursday. Okay. That's the 20. 20- and this isn't a stupid question because you remember we were talking about how this season – was going to be pushed back with yeah. some of the events like the U.S. Open, the Masters. Yeah. Apparently, they're just considering that part of the 2020-2021 season. So it's not even the 20, the 1920 season doesn't even include the U.S. Open or the Masters. They only played one major this season. Like, That's Hold on. You sound like you've got a thing in your throat that makes you sound like an evildoer. No. Just a little bit. I don't <laughs> mind it. I think it's kind of funny. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, it could be. I'm Dr. Von Doom. I'm talking about golf now. I'm the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a person doing this from a car. But yeah, so, no, so that's the reason, the reason I'm asking is because I saw in the news that Phil Mickelson, we'll get into this later, Phil Mickelson is yeah. the favorite for the Safeway Open. Okay. But the other side of that is like every golfer at the Tour Championship was like, yeah, I'm just looking forward to, you know, playing in the U.S. Open in a couple of days. And I was like, I don't think it's in a couple of days. I think it's in 10 days. But I guess they're not going to the Safeway Open. And then I thought the Safeway Open was on the Champions Tour. You look that up real quick, or I'll just black myself out while I look. But, no, I'm looking, but like I said, it was it was really like everybody was like throwing out different things. I got very very confused. No, it's definitely the Safeway Open. But while you look that up, yeah, it's the next, Safeway Open. This season is going. This next season, because I know we're wrapping up this season, and then we're putting out an immediate podcast to start the next season. Yeah, the wraparound seasons are super weird. Wait, I'm so does a, that mean does that mean there's two U.S. Opens and two Masters in the 2020 2021 season? Yes. Okay. That's what Jay Monahan. That's what your boy Jay said. That I'm gonna have a word with him. So there's next no 19 is stacked. There's no 19. All we got was a day of the players in 19 and 20. Yes. And then in 20 to 21, it's just madness. Yeah, so... Oh, and the PGA. Really... Did we get the PGA? Does that count? Yes. That's okay. the 1920 PGA. The 2020... It's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. All right. We're going to have to see how the FedEx points happen unless those... Like, what are they going to say? It's A or A, U.S. Open A, U.S. Open B. Like, yeah. Or... Or the first U.S. Open yeah. play, they're just not going to work FedEx Cup points. It's going to be weird. I don't know. You ready? I'm totally ready. I'm Let's already started. <laughs> You're listening to The Swingdom, 
the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Swingdom. I am Ben Ridner. I'm an 11.4 handicap because I've not played a single round of competitive golf in probably months now. I play some Cobras. I'm here with my golfing buddy Gunner, my best golfing buddy Gunner. He's playing some Titleist with a Cobra thrown in here or there. It's got his smoky wedges and his beautiful Scotty Cameroon. Which I've decided I can't hit anymore. I have no idea how to putt. I'll take it. I have no idea. How to, I forgot how to putt. I'll take it. All right, so we're doing a giveaway with a Scotty Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, review, and friend Gunner on Facebook. <laughs> and pay uh, $200. It's all yours. Yes. After, you, after, <laughs> after we pick you in the random drawing. You have to then give up 200 of your own dollars for a brand spanking new Scotty Cameron Newport 2 putter. Uh, uh, a brand spanking new uh, 2014 model that has seen no less than 150 rounds. Yes. And also, <laughs> if we accidentally forget to draw somebody, um, that's just that's just that's just on us. Too that's bad. In the, that's in the rules. Whoops. Whoops. We forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, I've had a crazy week. You have. I've had a crazy week. I'm just lucky to be alive. <laughs> um. We're a bit late because I accidentally took some some sleeping pills. Without reading, too much. without reading the instructions. Right. And uh, PS I, I've been public, sleeping I've been sleeping for a day and a half. A word from the swingdom. Yeah. Read your medication labels. Yes. Even correctly. if your wife even if your wife hands you the pills thinking they are your correct anti anxiety medicine. Right. You as the taker of the medicine should always read what it is you're taking. Otherwise, you sleep for a day and a half. Now, back to the golf. Back to the golf. So this week was the Tour Championship. Hopefully, you listened to the preview show. The Tour Championship. It's over. The season's over. I know. It was at Eastlake. It was awesome. It was at Atlanta. Day one was thrilling. Day two yeah. was my type of golf. Day two was, day two, you know what day two was? Day two was every man's golf. Yeah. Day two, day they were two just like, rough. Yeah, day two was rough. Not many guys under par. And if they were, it was only by one or two. Um, then you had Thursday, which is them overcorrecting for their mistake. But a lot of the guys mm -hmm. who were going to play, like a lot of the guys, and that's where you saw the difference between playing to win it and playing steady. The guys who played steady, they sort of like stayed like two or three around par, under par, like not going crazy. But the guys who right. were crazy went like five, six under. 
Right. Yeah. And we did see a couple of players who really shot up the leaderboard and probably, you know, I, I actually have a lot to say about this entire tournament. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've already said that I don't like the format of no, awarding and then, strokes. And, and then Friday, I've, I've come up with a good situation to do both. Okay, I'd love to hear that because I hate this format. Yeah. And I have I have all the you know what, since I'm on camera, I want you to see all the data that I have to back my wow. my Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the data. Let's let's so, get into it. Day one. Day one. Thirty players left in the field. Dustin Johnson playing with John Rom. Yep, the world number one and two, the yep. FedEx Cup, one, one and two. two. Yep. Starting the day, one and two. Yeah. Dustin Johnson starts at ten under. John Rom starts at eight under. Yeah. That's not bad. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll You're get, giving I'll, me we'll a get, look. We'll get into. I'm giving you a look because it's it's not bad, but when you compare the two. Yeah, it's not bad, not but, bad, but two strokes between one and two in the world is if he wins by two, if Dustin wins by two strokes, I think he won by three. Dustin Johnson ends up winning minus 21. He was 21. Uh, he wins by three. Yeah, John Rom and Xander Schauffele minus 18. Who I should have instead of Rory. Oh, no, 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 because this is part of my complete. You want the rage dump today? I've got you the rage okay, dump. Okay, well, we'll do the rage dump to the first. Let's get through, let's get through, let's get through Thursday, which we're calling Thursday, which is actually Friday. Yes, we should preface this by two things. One, no cut. Two, Thursday is Friday. Friday is Saturday. Saturday is Sunday. Sunday is Monday. It's okay. I'm I mean, going it's just to like Monday. We should refer to them as days. I always feel like it as golf Sunday. Like golf Sunday means something to me. Golf yeah. Monday, it's like no, because I'll relax on Sunday, and then if it's a bank holiday Monday, like I'm getting up and doing work. Right. So, did you have a bank holiday? No, our bank holiday. The bank holiday in England that was, was last week. Was last week. Yeah. My our holiday Labor Day, yeah, Labor Day, which yeah. is a Labor Day that was for us. So I was off on Monday, so that was nice. Yeah, and it was my birthday weekend, so I claimed Congrats it as to my your own. birthday. I claimed it as my own. So, so did you do uh, like did, did you do all the Monday stuff on Sunday, or did you just not do anything Sunday or Monday? I just balled for three days. That's what I did. You know, I turned up. I didn't. I didn't realize. I, I have two kids. I don't. I don't, I don't know what I don't know what that means. When you say you ball for three days, that means you played golf for three days. I played golf for one day, which we'll get yeah. into because I told okay. you I wasn't going to. Yeah. And I did. I have big news. Lie to me. Did you take pictures of yourself playing golf? I did. I Gavin did. So Good. we'll see how they turned out. They'll be on the Instagram. They'll be up on the Instagram later this week. Do, do, your sweet wife Dora, who tried to murder you this this weekend. No, she didn't. I I I love Dora. She's a she's a fantastic human being, 
And everybody, heard, everybody that knows her is like, they'd be like, oh, Ben's dead. You did this on purpose. And everybody that knows her would be like, no, she, she would get medicine confused all the time. Like, that's the number, like, look, that's the number one accidental reason. Listen, <laughs> she was trying I, to be helpful. She really was and just didn't listen, know what pills looked like. I was going to just say verbatim, if she had killed you on purpose and said she killed you on purpose, I would look at her in the face and say, nah, what a, what a horrible accident. Yeah. Just because I would not. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. All right. All right. All right. All right. We got it. back to the golf. Yes. Uh, my lights went out. There you go. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. So no, you're good. Um, so uh, what day happened? one? What happened on day one? So day one, uh, we followed Dustin Johnson and John Rahm. Yeah. We also so at, it should also be pointed out that every day there was only groups of two people. Ben has walked away. He's not listening to a word I'm saying. No, no, I totally agree with you on day one. Dustin and John Brown. Yeah. I just narrated you walking away. So I needed stop. some, I'm getting, I'm feeling a bit parched. I just went to go get a bottle of water. It's I can ridiculous. hear you. I heard you. You asked me what to do. You asked me for something. I start talking and you walk off. That's our relationship as a golf <sighs> podcast host. I my relationship, that's my relationship with everybody. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, so, it should also be noted that every pairing was a twosome. So yeah. not only did we get through it very quickly, but we, got to see, we also got to see yeah. powerhouse groups. Now, yeah. obviously we did because they're all the top 30 in the, in the yeah. FedEx Cup. But we followed Dustin Johnson and John Rahm. We also got to follow uh, Justin Thomas and Webb Simpson, which I thought, hey, these are all three of my guys. I get yeah. to watch all three of my guys. This is going to be fantastic. Well – Dustin Johnson, 67, starts at 10 under. Uh, another par 70 course. Don't get me started. Uh, moves to 13 under. Yeah. John Rahm shoots a 65, 5 under to tie the lead with Dustin Johnson. I'm yeah. in the money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Justin Thomas, 64, 4 under, moves to 11 under for third. Webb Simpson shoots even par. Stays yeah. at 6 under. Tied for six, no big deal. That's a, that's a good day, score through two days, let alone one. Look, end of the day, all our boys are sitting top ten. Yeah. I have that written down. Now, new dad, this should be said. Now, I know we didn't do a new segment, but our boy Roy McElroy, Papa Roars, best round of the day. Are you joking me? It's yeah. Six under, 64. Abraham Answer, who you went back and forth about picking, yeah. also fires a 64-6 under. Yeah. Day one was golf, man. I loved I think, it. I think that's the thing. I'm is fired when, up talking about it. I think that's the thing, though, is when you when you say you want to pick half the fields, <laughs> but you can only have two picks after picking number one. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, even talking about it now, look, yeah. I'm fired up. I love it. Yeah. Our, uh, I, I think it's important to point out that while I did not get my prop bet of anybody, of two people shooting 80, it did still my heart to watch Bryson DeChambeau tie man of the people 
for day one. Only two over, I might add, but hey, who's counting? I am. Bryson DeChambeau, Joaquin Neiman, Ryan Palmer, and Kevin Kisner, all fire a 72, two over yeah. to basically plummet themselves from the jump. And that's sort of, was, that's a hard thing. I love day like, one. Day one was great, but we'll get into it. Like, it's really hard when you're. We are getting into it. Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> when you're, when you're 10 back, when you're four back. Right. Like, let alone 10 back. So, like, the thing is, is you have, like, you have to understand, these are the 30 most consistent players. Yeah. In, like, on the tour. So that's sort of with me. It's like, yeah. like I didn't expect any man of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, I didn't expect Bryson to do well, but I didn't expect him to struggle. And it looked like he really struggled. Like that was, it makes a, you... that was a hard 72 for him. Like he was saving pars for 72. When you have like Dustin makes... Johnson saving pars for 68. So what it actually stood out to me was um, Bryson's inability to score on Thursday got me thinking, dude, maybe your plan for for conquering Augusta is ill-advised. He's lost his touch around the greens. If you can't score, well, that's all that debate about his wedges being like, this is so dumb. I just disagree with no, that. No, no, for I, me, it's not debate. I think he, like he's literally lost his touch. Like, he's too strong. Look, he cannot – he can't chip. I know yeah. he has flashes, but he's also a professional player. So his, his chipping is ten times better than mine, and we still say he's not good. And that's the only thing that saves my round is my short game. That's it. I'm not yeah. good off the tee. I'm consistent off the tee, but I'm consistent one way. Like, if yeah. it goes the other way, I'm screwed. Yeah. I'm yeah. not good with my long irons. I'm okay with my irons, my short irons. Yeah. It's my wedges. That's what saves my rounds. That's yeah, what I'm not saying at that, a five handicap. But, but this, is, this, is your, like, this is the question that I would ask Bryson. Yeah. Would you rather have a shot? For a uh-huh. full sixty de- or a full fifty-six degree in, which to them is probably one hundred and twenty yards. Uh-huh. It is. Or, or would you rather have a twenty-five yard chip out of U.S. Open style rough? That, that'd be. You'd rather have one hundred twenty yards in. Anybody Everybody would. Yeah. That's anybody would want one hundred twenty. Like my my thing isn't so. Much but he's like, willing to take I, the twenty five yards. I'm looking at it, the reason I'm saying his his touch is gone is because he's getting it up there, and his whole plan yeah. for getting it up there is to tell himself and everybody else, well, if I'm closer to the hole, I can chip it closer to the hole, and then I'm going to have more putts for birdie. Well, he's not chipping it close enough to be in a comfortable birdie putt range. Right. In the first 10 tournaments, when he was, like, top 10, like, 10 weeks in a row, it was all short rough, and he was able to get the club through it and gauge the distance and do it right. When the rough is thicker and he's putting it 10 yards off the green, 
It doesn't matter because he's he's landing at center and, and he's like he's his his feet his first putt is like something like outside of fifteen feet, which is just the statistics. That's are ridiculous. Too hard. Yeah. No, I have a comment and a question. Yeah. Okay. My comment is you he he thinks that he can overpower Augusta National yeah. at the Masters. Yeah. If he I think couldn't, that's the one if place he he's couldn't gonna be able to. No, my opinion is if he can't conquer East Lake, there is no way Augusta National is gonna give him any leeway. I think I think it will be because Augusta National has so much fairway and the rough is always short. Now, if he's, if he's in the trees, he's out of luck. Which is what you're going to struggle with. Yeah. But I think if he gets it out of the – if he stays out of the trees, you've, you've played Augusta how many times? On your Xbox. Zero. On your Xbox. Oh, a thousand. I've played it Maybe again. more. i played it maybe more. Exactly. How many times <laughs> have you watched the Masters? I am 31. Yeah. So 26 years straight. How many times have I watched it on replay? A thousand times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like for me, it's like, for me, it's like when you look at 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. Like there's no rough. No, but you're talking about greens that are covered backside. Yeah. With Bushes and trees and yeah. flower beds. I'm you not think, saying he's going to You win. think his touch I is good think, enough? I think he's making think, the cut. And I think there are, I think the first two days, they put him on like safe plateaus so nobody gets discouraged. I think you're right on that. I just think he has a plan to overpower the course. No, no. That is literally built. That's what he said. I'm going no. to, I have a plan to overpower Augusta National. So like the winner, the, if the you winner can't handle Augusta, East Lake, get yeah. out of here. The winner in Augusta the last few years have been like minus 15 to minus 17. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's wanted it. Like, like the, the, the USGA championship. The US uh, Open, yes. They want you, they want an even par score. Of course. And I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think the Masters, you're right. It's the toughest test for the whole game, but the players are getting that much better. Then I think the winner's still going to be at 14, 15 under, because I think it's November, it's going to be different. I think the winner's going to be between 12 and 15. And I think Bryson's going to be, for the weekend, he makes the cut and he's at like six or seven under. Write this down. Six or seven, I'm not writing it down. And I'll never remember. So, But here's my question. Here is my question. Yeah. Should Bryson DeChambeau, and this is a serious question. I've thought a lot about this. Should Bryson DeChambeau uh, get rid of his driver, woods, and hybrids and play? I'm going to ask a better question because I'm prompting too much. If Bryson DeChambeau only ever played with irons, do you think he would win more tournaments because of his distance and his control with irons? Because I don't think his control with irons is great. Okay. I'm just asking. I don't. 
And his I mean, driver I think, like, he, I think he would win look, more his driver's long, but just yeah. same, just just that that same conversation Here. we have. This is this is the only thing driver I'm going to say about Bryson. Woods. This is the only thing I'm going to say about Bryson. He's a he's a great golfer. That's he's not, true. He's not Hall of Fame. No, but but he's won this year and he's made it to the Tour Championship. Do I think he'll be a Hall of Fame golfer? No, because I think every time he wins once, he tweaks things so badly that like he doesn't win for three years. So I think okay. I think the scientist is a bit madder than we expect. And I think, I think he's, I think he's probably got an, I, I don't think he's on tour past 35. He's bordering on the line. He's, he, there's this fine line that he walks between mad scientist and anti-scientist. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think at some point, like. Like he goes from exploiting the rules to ignoring them. So it's, and that's sort of what I'm saying, which is like, he doesn't, I think, I think all the things he does, like what he considers to be physical changes and game changes and style changes. Yeah. I think, I think nine times out of 10 or 10 times out of 10, it looks like that. But in reality, it's a psychological change. Absolutely. I think Bryson's unhinged. And you know you Yeah. You know you take a I'm trying to I'm trying to explain it correct because I think unhinged is a little bit too hard. I think that's That's why I giggled a bit, yeah. Let me walk that back because I as much as I bash on Bryson DeChambeau. I do respect what he does, and I agree with the thing. I I think pushing your your passion to its limit is important for new discovery. I think that's how we ended up in space. That's how we discovered planets. That's how we uh, 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 piece together DNA. Right? You push you push what you're passionate about to its limits. Great things can happen. With Bryson DeChambeau, though, he, I don't think, understands that line between this is a boundary and this is impossible. This is physically impossible. I like Bryson DeChambeau for what he does. I think he's kind of like you take a bolt and you take a, a nut, right? And you, you, you put the, the nut on the bolt and you give it one spin and it's locked on. You spin it an eighth of a degree back towards you and boom, it's, it's falling apart. And I think he just, he's just on this, this fringe where he can't settle on what he's doing. And he's either yeah. dialed in and he's locked yeah. on or yeah. he's completely falling apart. No, I think I think what he does is he thinks he's got a mental edge on everybody on tour. Which I just don't believe. I don't believe that he's got an edge on Dustin. I don't think he's got an edge on Tiger, Phil, um, Webb Simpson, uh, Ian Poulter. I don't think I like he thinks because he can do the numbers, he's got a mental edge on everybody. And so like having that mental edge isn't enough. 
So he goes to like these physical advantages. So he gets out the mallet cutter and he gets out the compass and he gets out. And then like, he's like, oh, well like these little like toys that I'm tinkering with aren't doing enough. So now I'm going to get like physically bigger and I'm going to, like I've seen what Steph Curry's done in basketball. Like I've seen what like home run, like baseball has done to baseball. Yeah, like Bryce Harper and Mike yeah. Trout. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, like, uh, yeah, uh, Judge, like a bunch of those. Aaron, guys, Aaron right. Judge, sorry, yeah, all those guys. And I think he's going, if I can bomb it out of the park, I've only got, like, instead of having to hit a double or a triple from 200 yards out with a six iron, like, all I have to do is, like, bunt it onto the green. And if I'm, if I one putt, Five times out of 18, which isn't impossible for these guys, five or six times out of 18, if he does it on the par fours, I'm sorry, if he does it on par fours and par fives, he can have a score of like minus eight, minus 10 in a round. Right. But I think what happens is, is that like, he doesn't deal with the hurdles well, and he, he peaks. Sure. So, like, so he peaked a month and a half ago with his win. He yeah. didn't show up at the PGA. He certainly is, you know, he's gliding into the Tour Championship on the first 10 events of the year. You know, speaking of peaking, you know what he should do is, is treat golf like swimmers. Yeah. Treat the Olympics. You peak at the right time. Yeah. Boom, you win everything. I don't think he's like, I just think, I think he goes for it, he goes for it, he goes for it, he peaks. And then like a lot of the pros do, who aren't Dustin Johnson, who aren't Webb Simpson, um, mm-hmm. like they don't, they don't see it as like, okay, like I want to be a Hall of Fame golfer. They're like, I just want to be a winner on tour. I just want to win. Yeah. Right. Okay, Which I've won. I, I, I appreciate back. that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like they're like, okay, well, you win on tour, then you try to win a major, then you sort of go for the Grand Slam, then you go to the Hall of Fame, then you play on the Champions Tour. It's like, no, you know what? Just go out there and and, and play easy golf so you don't destroy your body and try to play win golf. every week. Right. We're, I'm going to tell I'm Gavin like, about this, about my brain explosion. He should be listening to this podcast. No. If he's not, he's grounded. All right. Round two. Day two. <laughs> day what two. Are we doing here, on man? Day one. What are we doing? Uh complaining. Yeah. All right. We usually have the rage them at the end, but yeah. you know, when it comes to Bryson and Brooks, you know, we can't help ourselves. This is just a full day episode two. of rage them. It is. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had all this pent up issues. Yes, this season. it's the we end of the season. Out. Yeah, we get it out. I'm with you. Uh, all right. Featured groups for round two. Shame on you, Ben. Sub JM, Brendan Todd. You gave up on the poor man. Abraham Answer and Xander Shockley. Yeah. Uh, I think, to be fair, the, the only one I actually, I messaged you about some JM. Yes. Uh, I think he was in second alone at one point. Um, after round two, yeah, 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 and then Xander Shawfley, I it was him or Rory, and yeah. I should have gone Xander, won it in 2017, even though Rory won the championship, 
Like no, you. Well, we'll I told you we'll get into Xander because I'm gonna freak out later. Okay. All right, Sung and fires the low round of the day. Six under matches Roy and answer. Um, that's the low round of the week. Yeah. So I'll just put that out there. Um, finishes 12 under, second, solo second. Uh, Brendan Todd, two under, uh, eight, eight under overall, tied for eight. Abraham answer, one over for the day, goes down to six under, tied for 11. And Xander Shoffley, just one stroke back from the best, five under 65, finishes day two at 11 under par in solo third. Yeah. Uh, Man of the People, a familiar name. Could you guess who it is? Billy Horschel. Nope. Next one. Bryson DeChambeau. Nah, Mark Leishman. Mark Leishman. Oh, that's my third one. Five over. Poor Mark Leishman for the past week has been our Man of the People. Yeah, but when you're doing that well for that much of the season, this this is just this is just this is just cash in your pocket. You're right. Um, highlight of, of round two was Rory McIlroy hitting an absolute duffer out of the out of the rough, trying to hit the green and dumps it ten feet in front of him into the into the lake. Absolutely loved every second of it. I love when the golf channel goes, they're human too, folks. And I'm like, man of the people. That's all I yell. Man one, of the people. That one hurt my heart. And 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 my potential to win. <laughs> you know you it was just rough. I blame that on lack of sleep from an infant, even though they're not there. I just blame it on that. Good for him. I'm a professional athlete. Give that child to the nanny. Give it to a nanny. What do you think about round two? Uh, round two, to be so like so. Round one was was like people showing up. Round two was the shuffle. Like it was a proper moving yeah. day. It's like what you expect yeah. from a moving day. You're seeing the guys who aren't going anywhere, going places. You see, you see, like this is the difference between sort of like the go for it, like the attackers, and the like. Let's stay honest and even and like two or three under is going to just right. be enough to win. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was just really cool. Like, the, I mean, the number one thing like that was in every feed I saw was Rory just, just smashing it and it going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just like, I think some JM is just like, he looks like a fun golfer. He does. He's not a fitness bro. No. Like, he's not a numbers guy. Like, he reminds me of early um, BJ Singh. Yes. Where you're like... Early BJ Singh, for sure. Like, you almost want to, like, if he's playing early in the morning, if he's playing at 7 o'clock, you sort of want to go up and be like, hey, there's a course down the road. You want to go play 18 just for fun? We'll get a cart. Like, and he'd be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Like it just sounds like he's the type of dude who wants to hit four thousand golf balls a day, and right. so it's like it's. I think it's great when he plays well because I think he's. I think he's just great for the tour because I think golf needs more of these. Like, oh, let's have the balanced golfer who goes to the gym for two hours, who spends two hours on the course, two hours on the driving range, two hours in a bunker, and then two hours on the green. And you're like. 
Yeah, that's a that's a ten hour day, and that's great. I like it when you see guys like Justin Thomas and Sung Jae who are just like, yo, we're just gonna play thirty six today, and we'll we'll yeah. walk it. Like we'll have our caddies follow us in the carts. I'm totally with you. I like yeah. I like Sung Jae a whole lot. Yeah. Um. All right, round three. Round three. The day the tour got stuck in the mud. That's right. Uh, round three, our feature group. Now only did one feature group for this. That was uh, Colin Morikawa and Terrell Patton. Yeah. Um, I thought Colin Morikawa was going to make a solid push. He tried. I so, too. Uh, finishing 67-3 under, uh, 12 under for the tournament as of day three. Yeah. Uh, in solo fifth, Terrell Hatton comes up short, one over par, um, yeah. eight under, tied for ninth. No big deal. Your best rounds of the day. And this is really where you see – this is really where you see uh, your typical moving day, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Dustin Johnson, Daniel Berger, both your guys shoot 64, 6 under. Is that moving day the day before? It, it is, but this was more of a typical moving day where everybody moves into position and then rides right. it out. I know it's typically a Saturday, but yeah. – uh, I get what you're saying. Like, no, I know because Saturday is Sunday. I know that. I just felt like the jumble on Saturday versus the jumble on Sunday was much more of a moving day. I thought Sunday was oh. like oh, I, I in the jockeying and in the position. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, see, I look at moving day as uh, getting your spot and then riding it out for the rest of the weekend. Tomato, tomato. It doesn't matter. It's whoever, whatever you see. Uh, but Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith find themselves in the man of the people, three over. Yeah. Um, round three, I was concerned because Dustin Johnson, by the end of it, had a four-stroke lead. And I was like, man, I am sick of seeing DJ this far ahead. It, yeah. just, it was unfair at that point. And yeah. I know that was your guy, and and we'll get into that. But it was just tough to, to not see it a little bit closer after yeah. – uh, the Saturday, Sunday. Well, that's the argument, right? Like, it's designed not to be close. Right. I, I get you. Yeah. Um, but to have four strokes up on the, on the field at the Tour Championship, you would have thought he would have faltered. Now, good on him for not. Yeah. And playing great golf, but I wish it was closer. Any thoughts on round three? There were a lot more scores near par than I expected. Because I expected I expected Sunday to be on TV, people's usual golf day. I thought they would have it seemed like they put the pins in the hardest spot on Sunday. Sure. And a lot more guys were saving par. Um I think the biggest thing is like the guys who were moving weren't the guys I expected. That's fair. Like I expected, I expected John Rom, Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson, Colin Marikawa, like the top four or five guys. Who's the fifth one? Um, Daniel Berger. Daniel Berger. Um, Rory, who had a chance. Like Rory had a chance. Everybody had a chance to win it. So basically, John I expected Rom, everybody yeah. in the top ten. Justin to, Thomas to just be fighting for it. And on right. Sunday, it just – it felt like all the guys who were outside of the top ten were making pushes into the top ten. 
Mm-hmm. And all the guys in the top 10 were just struggling down. And that was sort of my big take on it was like two or three guys stayed up, seven, six or seven guys went down. One guy just sort of hung out at number 10. Like, right. It's one of those, it's like, it's just one of those days where like you get more out of the not featured groups than the featured group. That's, that's what, that's, that's what it was true. I'm with you. It felt more like right. Thursday golf than, than it felt more like the Friday golf. Oh too, yeah, than, yeah, than yeah. The Sunday golf. Oh, and I see what you're saying. You're yeah. right. You know, uh, like the golf channel is just like bouncing from like like putt for birdie to putt to birdie, like great, great drive, great iron shot. Like yeah. that's what the Sunday felt like. Oh, I'm with you. Sorry, sorry for right. being weird and explaining that. No, you got to explain it. This is an audio format. Yeah. Uh, Round four, final round, Monday Ew. finish, mm-hmm. Labor Day. I know it's late for you, so we'll wrap this up. No, no, it's fine. Uh, your boy Dustin Johnson and Xander Shoffley, final group. Dustin Johnson fires a 68-2 under, finish 21 under. Xander fires a 66-4 under to finish 18 under. Tied for second, JT, 4 under 66. 18 under, tied for second. Rom, four under, 66. 17 under, tied for four. All right, in solo fourth. Yeah. Xander Shoffley and Patrick Reed, best round of the day. Brandon Todd, 74, four over. Uh, Dustin Johnson wins the Tour Championship and thus the $14 million prize at the end of the rainbow to win the FedEx Cup. Yeah. Uh, First FedEx Cup win, third win this season. Dustin Johnson's your winner. Bang one on. major, one FedEx Cup, 23, 24 wins. 24 wins. Ben blows me out of the water with points. I'm not even getting into that. Um, Yay! First season winner! That's I mean, me. Just- I'm not rubbing just, it in, but I won this season. Winner song. Right. I'm still singing because I'm rubbing it in. Look at that face. He's not happy about it. Congratulations, Gunner. Right. So, coming in seconds. Coming in second. That was All a great, great so, job coming in second. Thank you. Out of two. Yeah. I apologize for that burst of emotion, but <laughs> I just, I, I just, I wanted to set that standard. So right. next year when you win, you can uh-huh. have like a mariachi band and like have a whole song written, like do a parade through Culpepper, whatever you want to do to rub it in my face. Right. So <laughs> even. <laughs> I didn't come close. So, congratulations, Ben, Thank on your you. winning the season-long fantasy points race. Yeah, my three thousand points. Three. All Mr. right, Mr. Three Thousand. Mr. Three Thousand. All right. So let me get into this. Can Tony Kornheiser do a cameo? Sure. With Wilbon. <laughs> With Wilpa. Um, what are we getting into? 
So let me get into this. Can I rage on? Or should no, no, we take we, a read? We've got to take a read, yeah. All right, you take the read, and then I'm going to freak out about this format. That's fine. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey, God. Hey, everyone out there. Didn't, didn't you hear? Did you guys not hear? I don't think I, they heard. I won the fantasy year-long tournament. Oh, God. Race to the FedEx Challenge Cup. <laughs> All right. So just in case you haven't heard, you should go get your hearing checked at Beltstone Hearing Aid Center. They're located up and down the Jersey Shore. Um, if you go in there, use the code word GOLF. Uh, a certain Joseph will tell you he's very proud of his son who won the season-long FedEx Cup Challenge fantasy. Yep. So that phone number is plus one, 732-888-9000. Again, that is plus one, 732-888-9000. For a free hearing test, use the code word GOLF. <laughs> uh, Gunner's face. All right. Um, also, he is supporting us in our... Hashtag 100 miles, hashtag, uh, yeah, hashtag 100 miles, 100 holes, golf walk along Hadrian's Wall. He is supporting us. He's helping us um, raise money for the Golf Foundation and Road Cross Hospices. Check out the website, uk.virginmoneygiving.com backslash 100 miles, 100 holes, numbers, mm-hmm. not letters. Um, yeah, we leave in three weeks, so we're getting everything prepped. It's good. Did you like the new logo? I loved it. Yeah, that's a really cool logo. All right. It was back, really good. Back, I feel like Gunnar's going to be extra angry because I'm bragging about winning. So we're going to get back. No, to I'm show. angry for other reasons. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Gunnar, it's okay to be angry. Look, I don't life. know. I don't know how that Beltone hearing read keeps getting worse and better at the same time. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is like, I just, somebody, somebody was like, oh, the rage dumb. And I was like, yeah, I just feel like the Hulk in the Avengers movie. It's like, I, I, like, I'm, you know how I handle this? I'm always angry. (laughs) People are like, how do you stay sane? It's just like, I'm just always angry. And 90% of the time it's about golf. Should I tell you my plan for the FedEx Cup next year? Yes, please tell me your plan so that I can be upset. Okay. Top five guys in the 30. So this year, Dustin Johnson would be minus five. John Rahm would be minus four. Uh, Justin Thomas, minus three. Webb Simpson, minus four. Colin Morikawa, minus five. Yep. And I think Colin Morikawa. Yeah. I think I got them back, backwards. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what I want, but then the and then the rest of the field even. The rest of the field is even. I like that. Okay, but in 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 descending order from one to thirty, so one to fifteen, really, they get to pick who they play with every day. Oh, I like that idea actually. So Dustin Johnson is like, well. Who's going to play well? Who am I going to like? Who do I like? Play? You know, Webb Simpson is a steady player. He doesn't lose his cool. 
Like, you know what? I'm, I play best when I play with Webb Simpson. I get to pick uh -huh. him. Then you get John Rahm, who's like, oh, like, I'm an angry European. I'm going to, I'm going to, me and Terrell Hatton, we'll just be really angry and European together. <laughs> angry and European. Yeah. Uh, you know, then you've got Justin, you've got Justin Thomas, who's basically like, I'm a titleist guy. I can sling the ball. I can drive it. Like who's like, basically the guys who are going to push them. Yeah. And if it's, if it's Mark Leishman, like Mark, Mark Leishman then gets an advantage as well. But I think, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, if it was up to me entirely, I would just say top 30 going even. Mm -hmm. And you get to pick your time. Like, uh -huh. so yeah, so I'm saying, you know what? It, Dustin Johnson deserves a bit of an advantage. So he gets minus five, which is only five off the rest of the field, except for the four guys on top of him. He gets to pick his playing partner and he gets to pick exactly what time he wants to go out. And that goes in descending order through the 15. I dig it. So it's not like crazy Make it points. But I think I think it's just like the thing is is they could have done a better way of of because before this it was annoying having Steve Sands explain to you all of the points all of the time. Oh well, Xander Shoffley's making a move. If he finishes in third, he's going to get this many points, which is going to jump him into fifth place. And you're just like, okay, no, oh, oh, Xander Shoffley is he's finished first. He's won East Lake. I think they just really wanted the excuse to give the winner of Eastlake like a, like a really good excuse to hold both trophies. Right, which is my problem. So yeah. let me, I love that idea. Here is my you issue. You don't love it. It's just an okay idea. It's, I love it compared to how much I hate the current yeah. idea. And I didn't love the, the old one because it was just like, yeah. This is the second year in a row, if I'm not mistaken, or at least two out of the past three years, yeah. that Xander Shoffley has been cheated out of the FedEx Cup. Yes. And let me explain yes. to you why. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. I Because he won the, he won the trophy, he's like, because that was before they changed the points. Last that was 2017. Right? 17. Okay, yeah. yes. So I'm a little bit off. It doesn't matter. This is the second time. I've got all the stats that nobody needs to remember up here in my brain. Right. Xander Shoffley beats, is it Justin Thomas? I thought it was Rory McElroy. I thought it was Rory McElroy. Beats Rory McElroy at the Tour Championship, yeah. wins the Tour Championship. Rory McElroy. It's yes, the hoist the FedEx Cup yes, the FedEx because Cup. of he's so far ahead in points. Yeah. This year, and I've broken it down by top ten players in the field at the okay. end of the day. Yeah. At eight under par, there is through the week. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You're saying if everybody started at par at zero. Yes. This would, this would be the top 10. So this is, you're subtracting all of the points given before the tournament starts. Yes, I'm going yeah. backwards because it's actually 11 because there's a five-way tie for uh, seven. Okay. Eight under par goes from bottom to top. Hughes, Munoz, 
Reed, Rory, Morikawa. Okay. In They're all solo at minus six, eight. All at minus eight okay. for the week. Yeah. At solo six, you have John Rahm at nine under par. Yeah. At solo fifth, you have Tyrrell Hatton at 10 under par. Yeah. At T3, you have your champion, Dustin yeah. Johnson. And Justin Thomas, 11 under par for the under, week. Yeah. Scotty Scheffler makes a surprise jump through the week at Very 12 surprising. under yeah at 12 under par in solo second yeah and your grand champion at stroke play tour championship master with a three stroke advantage yeah 15 under Xander Shoffley to take home both trophies ridiculous are you telling me you can't come up with a better format where Xander Shoffley starts the week at three under par and plays three stroke, four strokes better than your champion yeah. and still comes in second by three? What? I hate the FedEx Cup Finals. Okay, okay. I'm going to explain this to you a little bit. Which is, I don't care what you say, it sucks. Which is, I'm okay with Dustin and John Rahm and Justin Thomas and Colin Marikawa and Webb Simpson getting advantages because they played really well all season long. Fine, but you tell me, you, you tell me where it's fair that one guy plays th four strokes better than the guy with the advantage. And the only reason he doesn't is because the advantage is so big. So big. So even if you it's did it in too even, big. even if you did it in my format, right? Xander's still getting zero points. Justin Thomas is getting three three points to start, three holes, three strokes. Um you would have they tie. You know so they have, tie at the end of the week. And they go into no, a playoff. No, no, because he'd only be two strokes back. So Justin Thomas would win at the end of the week. Um, right, because Justin Thomas started third. He's yeah. It, so, so that's not my thing. Is is like, I am a firm believer because in every other one you get an advantage as well. Like in NASCAR, you started the front. In basketball, you play the eight seed. In baseball and hockey. Play the eight seed. Like, doesn't does it justify a seven stroke advantage in the no, game of golf? No, no. I don't think it does either. That's why I'm saying the points need to come down. I just know, like, the reason I've made it okay in my brain is because I know that the PGA Tour, as a television show, wants the winner of East Lake to be holding both the Eastlake Trophy and the, and the FedEx Cup, and they want it to be congruent the you. previous two weeks. Boo! Boo! Let's do play and match play for, let's do match play for the FedEx Cup uh, final. Let's do oh, tour championship. 
it's match play. So you match play Dustin Johnson against, uh, if you want to do one versus eight, you match play DJ <laughs> against Bryson. Yeah. Do it. One verse, verse 30, Billy Horschel, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. You think Billy Horschel can't beat Dustin Johnson in a match play event? He probably you want to do it like really that? He's Billy a professional Horschel. player. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's in the tour championship. So anybody has a chance to win. Match no, play. That's like, what you want. I'm with match you. play. I'm with you. Two strokes between one and two, four strokes between one and three, six strokes. You know what I mean? Like, it's too many. It's too many. You're telling me Billy Horschel? You're telling me Cameron Smith, yeah. Victor Hovland, the Mackenzie course. Hughes, Cameron Champ, and Billy Horschel? It's fair for all five of those guys to start with a 10-stroke deficit? But that's what that's I'm saying. That's ridiculous. Like, is then any, why isn't it a 15-person event? Any one of those guys can have a sub-six day, right? And then Dustin can have a plus two day, and they're two strokes apart. The problem, the problem wasn't that. The problem was, is they're all, they're not this far apart. They're all this far apart. They're not, they're not inches apart. These guys are millimeters apart in terms of skill and quality. So I get what you're saying. Ray John, my friend, Ray John. That and and stop this nonsense. If that's what you want to do, fifteen people. Don't let thirty people in this event because yeah. it it makes it makes the bottom ten look like a joke. So this is my question: If you did like a sixteen-player match play, that's fair. How many strokes are you giving? How many holes are you giving Dustin Johnson to start on day one? Two. He starts. He starts at plus two through zero. Player with an advantage. It's a two-stroke advantage. That's it. The rest of the week, it's up to the field. Day one, he gets a two-stroke advantage. Self a win in round one. Almost guarantee himself a win. Yeah. But because it should be. Because what happens is what you're. There's no chance for four days for a guy from the bottom five to gain 10 strokes on somebody who's to almost twice shoots the low round of the day. Yeah, no, I know that. And it wasn't, it was set up as a very fair course. You know what? We're canceling the tour championship. Here's $14 million. Nobody cares. Dustin Johnson, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Pitch it like it's DJ versus Rom if if you're giving it advantages. Yeah, I mean, the other side you of can only is, is Dustin, Dustin in his last, like, two top, like, his win in his top five was a video game golf. So, Seven. and this, Give, he this won. week, he this did week, that. This week wasn't video game golf. I think what you do is, is you make the first three days video game golf. And and then you make the last day really, really, really hard. You don't give anybody advantage because you know Dustin is great at video game golf. 
You got anything to rage about? Um, no, just the like every year the tour championship is the biggest letdown of the season. We're doing in golf this week because this is running long. All right, next read. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Is that a thing? Did I say that right? All right there. You know what I'm saying? I had a Hakuna Matata myself. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a wonderful phrase. Anyways, you want a Hakuna Matata. Well, you want a Hakuna Matata with some great guys. Check hashtag 100 miles, 100 holes. Yeah. Check us out on, on the Instagram. So, thank you for listening to the Swing Dim, and we would appreciate all your support on hashtag 100 holes, 100 miles. Adrian's wall. No, sorry. Hashtag 100 miles, 100 holes. Adrian's wall. For myself, cousin Adam, cameraman Dan. I'll take on Hadrian's wall. Well, Dan will be driving it. And, and try to take on 100 holes of golf. You can show your support by donating at uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash 100miles, 100holes. Now, those are the numbers. Are not, those are not the words. Um, thank you guys for your support. We're going to have a lot of fun doing this hike. And you will be able to follow us on all of the platforms to see what we're up to. So thank you again. Back to what we're doing this week. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. And we're back. Guess what I'm doing this week? I am starting my hiking training so I can walk 100 miles in a bunch of days. Um, try to play a bit of golf. I was thinking about walking to the golf course, which is about two miles away, playing 18 holes, and then walking back. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's a good bit of training, actually. Yeah. I encourage that. I'm not trying to joke. That's a good a bit. That's a good train. We're trying to figure out what you have to do 100 miles of. Do you have a treadmill? You're going to do 100 miles on your treadmill during those nine days. And you're going to play 100 holes of golf on your Xbox while you're walking. Not nah, moving the treadmill into the living room. Nor, I, I have a hate relationship. Not even a love-hate. I hate the treadmill. I hate because, it. Because it's so beautiful? Why? Thing, and I don't like to, I don't like being asked. Okay, fair enough. Uh, would you prefer a spin bike? Uh, elliptical, maybe I'll move that in there and I'll, I'll walk. I'll actually walk. We have, we have an elliptical and a treadmill and I hate them both because they're essentially the same thing in different right, ways. So what I'm asking is, is are you going to try to do a hundred miles in 10 days? I'll do my best. All right. Well, we're going to keep Gunner's mileage up on the Facebook as well and the Instagram and the YouTube, because he's a part Fine. of the team. What do you, what do you, you know, you guys should golf? really do something in Virginia. That's what you should do. You should so, do something in the United States. I was going to look up. What, <laughs> the thing is, is, the thing is, is that Shenandoah National Park is 100 miles. It's 105 miles. So I just need to find 
six golf courses in walking distance along Shenandoah National Park. There's, yeah, there's a par three course. Yes. There's Fox Chase. Yep. There's Shenandoah Country Club. Yep. And there's Massanutten. Yeah. Only four I know. Oh, oh. uh. Uh, Isn't Blue Ridge real close? Uh, oh, what is it? We there's got to there. be there's got to be one in Front Royal. Course in uh, New Newmarket. Yeah, it's um Shenandoah Shenandoah Valley. That's what it's named yeah. after. Shenandoah. All right, so we'll have to check that out. Yeah. Maybe next year or the year after, it will be in Virginia. But you know what happens if it's in Virginia? You're taking 10 days off of work and you're walking with us. He said yes. He said he's doing Freaking it. The summer. I'll but, do it in the summertime. Yeah, because walking, walking in Virginia in the summer, that, that's not miserable. All I'm saying. All right. All right. What are you doing this week? So I went out, like I said, it was my birthday weekend. I went out with Gavin and we played the gauntlet. And let's gauntlet from the tips. And let me explain to you, it lives up to its namesake. Uh, I really, really struggled from the tips. it's not hard i don't know if you've ever played from the tips at the gauntlet and if you have the tips are different and they're really hard plus i haven't played golf in i want to say three months now so it wasn't really what i should have done for my first uh first time out uh but it was difficult it was wet it was hot and it was really slow like a lot of slow play but my handicap did not change. Um, so I felt good. I had a good day. I could not putt to save my life. But man, I'll tell you what, my long irons were on, were in the money every time I hit them. It was six, awesome. six, seven, six, and five. Whoa. I mean, I couldn't miss with those. That felt good. Did you try There's to putt in with your five iron? 147 yard par three at the gauntlet. Onyx. Which one? Got it right here. Gavin, who played from the Reds, which is the second set of tees, shot a 74. I'm sorry, a 76. So he got me. The uh, tips, 245, par 3, 15th. Hole on the course, not at two forty-five, my friend. It's not. So the fifteenth—that's the one where it's like it's just down the alleyway of trees. Yeah, yeah. I miss Virginia golf. And the walked away in the back, so it played more like two fifty. Yeah. What'd you hit, driver? You hit what? 
a three wood. I banged it right into the middle slope and nice. it killed it. Good. Yeah. Well, at least you're on the green in one. No, because the slope is steep, so it came all the way back off. But it, I tried. I That's really good. did. Good. <laughs> all right. I am, I'm off to bed. I've, I've got to look up the, on the safe. I'm going to look up what's going on in the Safeway Open and the U.S. Open. Because this episode is late because I've been back at it. I've been sleeping for 36 hours. So we will have this podcast out tomorrow. We may have a second one out tomorrow as well. Appreciate you. Thanks for staying up for this. No, my pleasure. I will catch you on the flip side. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Gunnar. Thank you for thanks for thanks for being in the swing zone with me. Then with me. All right. See you tomorrow. Swingdom out. You've been listening to the Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. Twenty-eight clubs, zero parts given.